What it do, what it do, everybody. Jam culture. We here live and direct. You know what it do. Back at it again. Another episode. Making sure that we here. Um, you know, blessing you with everything that you need. Got the professor, Khan the Kingdom Consultant, aka today, aka DJ Christian, Chris Petrat. Not in today, but you know what I'm saying. He said not in today. He'll be here. He's on. Oh, here we go. He's, uh, he's the ad hoc host. So you know what it do. You got it hooked up. What's up, Professor? How you doing? I'm trying to uh, be high tech today. <laughs> How you doing? Live something fresh for y'all. So y'all listening right now, check us out on Inspiration360 Radio. On Facebook, we going live, y'all. We here. We out. We outside, as the kids say. We outside. We outside. We outside. <laughs> I hope you guys are ready today. We I hope I'm ready today. The studio. Um, this is what episode 41, yes. I believe, of Jam Culture. Um, the Jam in our culture stands for Jesus approved messages, Jesus approved <laughs> music, and Jesus approved. Mindset. I am Professor Truth. Each week I teach Professor Truth and teach it like a college course. I don't have my intro in front of me. That's why I'm like, what am I saying? <laughs> so um, After 41 episodes, <laughs> y'all, you would think she got this yes, thing memorized. you would. You would think, but I don't. Well, so we did have a break. We, did have a break. we had a long break. That was like a month, right? A month and a half, yeah. two months, something like that. That was ridiculous. Uh, the past few months, we have been discussing... Um, modern day superhero movies um, and uh, we learned that they are largely based on comic books we learned that the comic book characters seem to parallel the gods of classic mythology um, and last week we looked at how both myths and superhero characters and storylines seem to be eerily similar to people in the events in the Bible do you guys recall any of the parallels that we discussed last week Okay. Oh, wow, that was God. quick. Wow, how'd you know that? I don't even remember that. Because uh, he got cast out down. of Asgard. Okay. Like a and like a lightning bolt on top of that, right? Yeah. Okay. What else? Anything else you remember? I remember one about Hercules. I don't remember what it was about. Wait. So then, wouldn't that? So who's depicted as Hades? Hey. Well, Hades. That's like Batman. Really? Come on, yeah. it's all dark really? and dim yeah. oh, wow. and in the caves. Come on, living underneath the ground. But he's not killing people or trying to drag it's people not, underground. Once again, remember we talking about, it's not going to be line by line. Yeah. It's, oh, it's not going to be everything specific. That's going to be too in your face, right? We talked about Thanos and the villain from Smallville and how they kind of related to, I want to say the rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was two of them. Like Thanos, the Endgame, that was one of them, where he, like, made half the people disappear, right, to cleanse the earth, and he happened to come back, but Thanos was the bad guy. And then there was another one in Smallville where they totally flipped the whole Revelation story, like the entire thing, um, so that all the people who were getting prepared for the coming of whoever, they were the crazy people. They were the bad people. They were the mesmerized and brainwashed people. Um, and Superman in that was trying to save them, right? And then save the whole earth from Revelation, which was uh, Armageddon, which is Revelation. Um, so yeah, anything else you remember? And then 
The what? what? Oh yeah, yeah. Though on, cause we were trying to say that I feel like today's world isn't as bad as what it was in the days of Noah. Oh yeah, and you're trying that's to say it was that bad because the angels <laughs> was having sex with people. Yeah, Sodom and Gomorrah yes. having orgies with angels and all <laughs> angels and demons. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I was like, what part of the Bible is that? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a whole bunch. Yeah, it's a whole bunch. Okay. So I'll give you a few more. This one um, is called, there. this is a creation story. It says, creation stories, the Bible and Greek mythology. There are differences in creation stories with some similar essentials, um, such as the word... Hold on, I think I need to mute myself. Such as um, the world beginning in darkness. In Greek mythology, this darkness is called chaos. has a name, chaos. Chaos is the beginning of all things, and from this darkness came to the earth, which is Gaia, um, G-A-E-A. And Eros, which represented love, and the other underworld. So, so chaos produce darkness and love and the underworld according to Greek mythology, right? In the Christian Bible, we know that God speaks it and that's how it came to, to pass. Um, in Greek mythology, it's a bunch of bunch of gods who are responsible for bringing the world into order um, and the universe into being, but in the Bible, it's just one God himself. But isn't that interesting that it both comes from this idea of chaos? Um, also, if you read Genesis, have you ever heard of the word chaos in Genesis, by the way? No? So uh, in Genesis 1, it says, in the beginning, God prepared, God, uh, in the beginning, God fashioned the earth and created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and empty waste. And some uh, Bible translations actually translate without form to chaos. So the earth was in chaos, it was without form, there was no order to it, it was empty waste, and darkness was upon the face of the very deep. The Spirit of God was moving over the face of the waters, and then God said, let there be light, and then there was light. And then um, when you go on, you know, God gathers the waters and gathers, uh, and what's left over is the ground. So God took care of all of that, but in Greek mythology, you see that they're trying to say that all of these Chaos was one god, right? And then all these other gods brought everything into order. So um, that's another one. And then there's one more. This is the part um, that's also from Greek mythology. And it's about forbidden knowledge. This is one we're going to talk about in a later date, too. But I just wanted to read it. It says, um, at this point, the similarities between the Bible and the Greek mythology start to become less vague and more specific when we talk about knowledge. But remember this story. In both accounts, Greek mythology and the Bible, the female character is said to be the one who brings the separation of man and God. Who's that in the Bible? Who's that in the Bible? Who's that in the Bible? How's that feel? Oh, oh, the enemy, the devil? Yeah. No, I said so, the female character is said to be the oh, one who Eve, brings the Eve. separation of, yes. And the Bible states that Eve fell victim Eve, to the temptation yes. of Satan through tasting the forbidden fruit. Um, and then she led Adam to taste it, so, um, even though God specifically told him not to. So do you remember, did anybody know the one that's in the Greek mythology? 
a, somebody who like let all the evil into the world in Greek mythology, the woman. Hint yeah. <laughs> box. Oh, Pandora. Yep. In Greek, in a Greek version, Pandora, out oh, of yeah, curiosity, same thing, out of curiosity, she opens the jar where all the evils of mankind are kept. And the jar was to be kept closed, but in the creation of Pandora, Zeus was punishing mankind to begin with. Um, and then the last one I want you to hear is Prometheus had given man the secret of fire, therefore giving them the ability to learn things for themselves. Who did that in the Bible? Okay, I'm going to try that again. The burning bush? Whoa! <laughs> I'm going to read it one more time. Prometheus had given man the secret of fire, therefore giving them the ability to learn things for themselves. Oh, God giving people... Um, not will. Giving people uh, the ability to choose. Okay, but who, who started that where they were given this ability to choose for themselves nobody knows where that came from jesus no 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 not that either that was genesis genesis 3 who that's the fall of man when uh satan tempts the adam and eve the serpent says basically you won't die for god knows when you eat from it your eyes will be open and you will be like god knowing good and evil so the whole temptation of the bible or of satan was that here if you eat this fruit you can decide good and evil for yourself you don't need god to tell you what's good and evil you figure it out for yourself is that mind blowing to you guys? You guys never heard that one? Yes, no? Is no, that new? No, yeah. All right, so we're going to reread that one a couple times. We've read Genesis 3 a couple times, but we got to get back to that one. So th that's the whole thing of like um, what Satan was trying to do. He was basically saying, hey, you can learn stuff for yourself, just like Prometheus did. You don't need God, and that is, that's the main um, lie that um, we hear about. So that's forbidden knowledge. Um, so, all those things I read were from an article called Was the Bible Influenced by Greek Mythology? What do you guys think? I think it's vice versa. Okay, why do you think that? Well, which one is older? I think the times uh, things were written, that, was, that came first, then Greek Mythology. So you think Bible? the Bible came before Greek Mythology? Yeah. Uh-uh, uh Greek Mythology preceded the Bible. Because the, the Bible's written A.D. Uh, uh, after Christ, right? That's when the Bible oh. was written. A lot of the stuff was recorded before him. Yeah, yeah. But it was, you know, written. The, the Greek mythology dates back to way, way, way before all of that. Way before. The Greek mythology far um, precedes the Bible. Hmm. So what do you think? All these parallels, what do you think? Do you think some people think that? So what do you think? Did the, the Greek mythology influence the Bible? That's what this says. Was the Bible influenced by Greek mythology? What nah, do you think? It's, it's a lot to, yeah, nah, it's a lot to bring forth a lot of parallels. So. Well, I mean, we, so we just made all the parallels. My question yeah. is, if, if, if other people see this and they see all these parallels between the Bible and mythology, in it, say, in it what people are going to say, well, then the Bible got its inspiration from myths, right? Isn't no. that logical? No, you don't think so? No. Okay, why not? 
I know you got to defend that. Like, what's yeah, your defense on that? Just because it's just kind of, I don't know. Even though you could find the similarities, I still think it's kind of too far-fetched as far as <laughs> the, the different things. What do you mean? Because you're saying that there's no parallels. I'm not talking about... I think we proved there definitely is parallels. The well, parallels the, no, well, the influence. So, like, to say that Pandora's box influenced the story of the serpent. Right. So, that's what I'm saying. So, I'm right. saying somebody so. who is not a believer is going to say, hey, you read your little dumb Bible, and that little story of Pandora is just like... The, I mean, your story of Eve is the one like Pandora, and the story of this is just like that, and the story of this is just like that. And they're going to say, well, the Bible just took a bunch of Greek mythology and dressed it up into Christianity. I think you can say that with almost anything. Okay, Same my thing, question like, is this, so stop. Don't dance no, around. No, 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 but that's, I, it, I but that's what why. I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying, no, because you could, you could easily draw it to anything, right? Anything else. So Easy? Not, yeah. You don't think these parallels are intentional? Uh, you don't think these parallels, you think these parallels are just happenstance, to just happen to be like that. I think they, they, you got somebody with a creative mind. Even though, like, we said how, Ooh. like, Stan Lee and them got their influence Yeah, when you talk about the colors, I'm talking about the mythology, though. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Somebody just, crea- with a creative mind, said, you know, let me sit here and write these stories out. Right, that's mythology. Right. That's what you're saying about mythology. Correct. Okay, so my question is, then why is it that the Bible stories seem to be very similar to those mythology, mythological stories if it came later? That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> what? The, the devil is a deceiver. Okay, deceiver how? Okay, that's that. I, I like where you're going, except the Bible came second. So how, so how did mythology? I don't know. I just don't think that somebody looked at the Greek mythology and was like, "Oh, well, let me try to." Who is somebody? Whoever. Like if it had been Peter or right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. If Peter said, "Well, I see these scribes here talking about Hades or whatever." Okay. Let me say this. This happened yeah. too. Kind of yeah. like it. I don't think you know. I don't think it happened like. So that. I think you say that because you're a believer. But who's who? Somebody. This is a, like we gotta get back to apologetics. My point is, the Bible says you have to de- have a defense for your hope, right? You gotta have yeah. a defense. But even so an, a non-believer this. is gonna be like, why? Just because you say so? You say I find it hard to believe that Peter looked at these Greek mythology stories and like I'm gonna write something like that right but, so even for me I'm trying because I'm trying to go there as a non-believer like I still I could see somewhat of the parallels but for me I think it's a stretch I don't think it's a stretch they I like think it's, straight I think up. it's a stretch Pandora and Eve you telling me that that's a stretch uh, yeah because yeah I can't I'm going tell you what I think I think y'all can't defend it so y'all saying it's not no parallel. no no sir because like <laughs> if you if if visually right because when you think of Greek mythology the way how they teach it is super visual right there's a yeah. lot of visual things that yeah. happen versus how they tell the story yeah. of the Bible so everybody knows the story of the Bible if you see it visually you got the serpent coming and yeah, the serpent's the talking tree, to Eve or whatever yeah. that's a totally different thing from Pandora, like, opening the door to her room, seeing a box, and say, well, let me open it, and then all the demons fly how, out. How? So how is it, that so far stretched? So, because I can't see, so, because I can't really interpret 
her eating the eating the apple and then all the demons encampassing the earth. Well, the, the Bible says they got cast out of the garden. No, the Bible says that, everything got cursed because of them. Everything got cursed. It says so. The Lord said so. First of all, the Lord said to the serpent, "You are cursed." So it cursed the serpent, and to the woman, he said, "I will make your pains in childbearing very severe and painful." Will you, with painful labor, will you give birth to children? And your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. Then he said to Adam, Curse is the ground because of you, because he ate it too. Through painful toil, you will eat from it all the, all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and it will eat the plants of the field. So it's like a whole ton of things. Just from this one act, so this did one bite, bad, everything on earth happened. got cursed. So then let me ask this in the Greek mythology. So when Pandora opened the box, you said something about it was Zeus punishing mankind. Well, yeah, that's that's separate. I'm just talking about the act. Yeah, though. so it's like so the act, so then the act Zeus of did, eating. Isn't the, that what God was doing too? Then he was cursing and cursing mankind. No, but then, no, right? but then, but there was an action and reaction. God told them, "Do not eat from this tree." Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Did Zeus tell Pandora? Yeah, she wasn't supposed to open. She wasn't supposed to open that box. But then she opened it. So then Correct. what? So then what does mankind have to do with Pan- Pandora? Pandora opened the box, and the evil was unleashed on the entire world. Not just her. The yeah, entire so, world. And so then what does that have to do if they live up in the in the if they and they live up in the heavens or whatever? So what does that have to do with mankind? It was a whole mankind? earth. It was a whole earth. Well, remember the gods lived; they didn't live on earth. Zeus did, but Pandora was down here. She opened up the box, and everything. The whole point is, one woman opened up a box that she wasn't supposed to open, and evil encompassed the earth. Period. That's the thing. So all I'm saying is. I think you're working really hard to try n- to take apart these parallels. No, that were pretty but I, clear but I to really me can't before. see it. No. Who? I, I, I don't know, but. You see, <laughs> but that, those he, are the he, things. No, but That's when the we were here, okay, so he, no, it's not. So here, so last week, Pastor Patron told you it is not about the specific details. Everything has to be lined up. That's not. That doesn't mean that there's a parallel. An inspiration for something doesn't mean it's got to be word for word identical. It's not about identical. It's about the same sort of thing. The overall thing is that a woman opened something she wasn't supposed to open and unleashed evil. Everything was all good until they unlo- un- until Pandora came along. Everything was all good until Eve came along and didn't follow directions. Same thing. Just like we talked about all these savior stories, right? Savior needed to save mankind. Just we talked about the titans, the, the, the fight in heaven. Like we talked about there was all these wars in heaven in both mythology and in the Bible. It talks about a war in heaven. Then the Titans being thrown down. Let's just go with that one. Let's go with that one, right? The Titans got thrown down. That's in the Bible. That's in the Greek mythology that the Titans got thrown down to earth and got um, uh, chained into the earth. That's what it says in the Bible, right? Same thing. War in heaven. Titans got thrown out. The, 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 the gods who basically lost the war got thrown down to earth. That's what the Bible says. So there's a parallel, or what, right? You, Same what, thing. So the... So the Titans were supposed to be the angels who went along with the devil. Yeah, they were. You see, and that's the thing. Like, as so as a like as a non-believer, I wouldn't even pick up on those small cues to say. A war in heaven, a war in heaven. The losers, the losers, got thrown to earth, got thrown to earth. 
We're in chains. We're in chains. How is that not a parallel? We're in chains. So like they both got chained up. The Titans got chained up into the earth, and the Bible says the same thing about the um, angels that were doing what they weren't supposed to be doing in earth. They got chained. Or beneath the earth. It was in the earth. Yes, inside the earth. I don't know. I still. I just don't believe as a as a non-Christian that you would you would look at that. You would study because the the crazy thing about it is that they teach. Um, Greek mythology as an elective yeah, in school of course they do. versus saying, well, here's an elective on the Bible, right? But, but the one is true, one's not, right? Correct. The Bible's true, the Greek mythology is not, so of course they're not going to be teaching the true stuff, right? But, but that's the thing, though, right? So then coming at it as a non-Christian and let's just say, I, because, I, you know, a lot of kids are kind of discovering who they are, right? Yeah. And then if they don't know the Bible and they study this Greek mythology, oh, it seems cool. And it seems like a fantasy world because I think my interpretation when I first thought about Greek mythology, it's like, it's like um, Dungeon Dragons or something like that. Some <laughs> yeah. type of mythology where it's just so off the wall. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it would have been hard for me to then read Greek mythology regardless if it came first or last we know the truth is that it came first and then read the bible and then have true accounts right and that you would happens. think that the bible is just as mythological and then, mythological right no you, you wouldn't no i, I okay, don't think so. so what i need you to do is get on google because <laughs> everybody the people who are do not believe in the bible i'm telling you what they believe so I'm not, if I'm they not don't believe the bible you, then it's they, just greek mythology they, People, or nothing people at all. who don't believe in the Bible believe that the Bible is just mythology. It's just Aesop's fables. It's just some stories that people put together and to make to try to make stories and to make um, make lessons like Aesop's fables, right? They made them up and you're supposed to draw lessons from them. There's lots of people, most people who believe that. And there are people who will say, you know, I can tell you right now, you can Google the, where did Christ come from. Somebody, there's lots of people out there who believe that Christ came from other stories of gods and things that talks about like uh, young savior type beings and things like that. And they say they basically got the story from old stories or old goddesses and old Greek mythology and all that stuff. They all say so that. So who would Jesus so be then in Greek mythology? We got, we, we did that a couple weeks ago. It's so, it's so, it's, it's, we did that last week. <laughs> he was Are one you? of them. Yeah, because yeah. he was one of them. He was one of them. Because it was Zeus, a god, and Hercules' mama, who was a human, oh. right? And then Hercules, this half-human, half-god, was supposed to save mankind, right? Same thing, right? So it's lots of parallels, and I think that we don't want to have a blind spot because we already know that that's not the right thing to believe, but we have to be able to defend it. And I'm telling you, if you are arguing with an atheist, they would say, you. these are exactly the same, these are the same stories, they are very similar, and the Bible came second, so the Bible must have gotten its inspiration from this Greek mythology, and it's just more mythology. Okay, I'm just, I'm telling you because I know that's what they believe. Um, not because I think it, but I've seen it, right? That's where their argument is. But, Let's get to our superhero. So Superman, um, we looked at, we started talking about the comics and the superheroes, all right? So this one, let's see if I can do this right. It's my first time this week. So I'm going to look at Superman. And this is where it came from in the very, very, very beginning. So let's see. Oops. Ready? 
Have you ever heard of um, uh, Nietzsche? Yes. Who's that, Nietzsche? I don't know, but I've heard it. <laughs> I, I've heard that name before. <laughs> Who's Nietzsche? Frederick. Friedrich. Friedrich. I, I think. Robert no. Who's okay. Robert Nietzsche? This is like some like philosopher. Or something. Okay, that's that's Friedrich. Oh, that's his. This that's this him. one. That's <laughs> not his name. What you say his name was? Robert. No, it's not Robert. <laughs> so that's all right. So Nietzsche, right? So he's a philosopher, right? Good, good. That, that was that's that's definitely correct. So the this philosopher, um, it says. I just read a little clip I found. It says the concept of Superman is both the best known of Nietzsche's philosophy, but also and especially the more complex. This concept goes through the work of Nietzsche, but appears vividly in something he wrote called "Thus Spoke." Zarathustra? I think that's how you say it. Anyway, it is indeed from Superman that one can access Nietzsche's thought. So this is how he thought. This is what he thought on all other things, his morals, his art, his religion. All should be understood through Superman, through what he thought of this Superman. Um, I think it was called Supermensch in German. Supermensch? Supermensch. Oh, Mensch oh, in German. Mensch. So it says, um, this is the embodiment of lucidity. That means clarity, right? Um, the, very, the clarity or understanding, which makes him understand a state of capital. And this is what it is. The death of God. The de this death, the death of God, was the end result of transcendence. That means humans. Humans who have basically transcended their regular state, right? And the land now belongs to men. And so you kill off God, the land belongs to men, and then the only thing you got to worry about, it says the contempt of the earth is now what is more dangerous. So the only thing you got to worry about is what? People? It says Hold contempt up. of the earth is what's left. So what's the most dangerous thing? that once? So this says you Jesus kill off God, God right. you kill off God, men transcend, right? They get to be like bigger than what they are, and the only thing you now have to worry about is the contempt of the earth. That's the most dangerous thing. What does that mean, contempt of the earth? Yeah, the people on the earth, the people who left back who didn't transcend. No, transcendence doesn't mean, transcendence means you like you got bigger. Right. So contempt of the earth means basically that, that you forget that you have to take care of the earth, right? Oh, so this- so the people that don't take care of the earth? Of a decaying earth? So yeah, so it's about the decaying earth, yeah. So this basically says that you get you get rid of God, right? The earth is still here. The humans are now these superhumans. But the one thing they still have to do is take care of the earth. So just think about just, I want you to I would like I almost think we should write this down cuz it's going to come up a lot of times. The humans be you kill off God. What second? Humans become superhuman, right? And then the only thing left to do is Take care of the earth. Maintain the earth. Does that sound like? Does that well, sound similar? Day. Does that sound like modern day to you? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, because they, you got people who think they are gods and that could do whatever they want to do. Mm -hmm. And then I think that capitalism. What about capitalism? I think that that's what it is. What? what I don't, capitalism what? is exactly what you just explained. Oh, explain that for me. So okay, so capitalism where I feel like people have gotten bigger, like the Jeff Bezos or the um, uh, Elon Musk or whatever the case may be. 
So then all they have to worry about is just the quote unquote earth, which they really don't really care about, <laughs> you know. So it's just like, you know, if, if you could consider yourself a quote unquote God because you're able to maintain and do everything for yourself. Like, what is God to you in your life if you're able to do Correct. everything Correct. But, but, but what's wrong with cap- capitalism? That's what I'm trying to figure out. What's oh, because capitalism? I feel like capitalism... What is capitalism? Pre- so capitalism is basically you making as much... Cap- I would say is where you could... You're able to sustain while more than you need. While That's what capitalism the, is? While the rest of people don't have... That sounds like greed. That don't sound like greed. Cap- capitalism. Yeah, what but is calcul- capitalism? Capitalism is not let greed. Me see. Let me see if I can read the definition. I got a definition for you. An yeah, economic system in which the means of production and distribution are privately or corporately owned and developed, uh, development occurs through the accumulation and reinvestment of profits, gains, in a free market. Greed. A free market. What does free market mean? Well, anybody could That's become. That's not greed. What is free market? Anybody, yeah, anybody could come along and create a market for themselves, right? Exactly. So within that market for themselves, people have taken it to a whole other level. Okay, but my question is, doesn't everybody free market? Isn't that the whole purpose of it? The whole point purpose of free market is that anybody could do it. Yeah. Anybody got a good idea? Yeah, they can be a that's billionaire. Fine. But the people who are doing it, though, that's not that's, are, that has nothing to do with this. We're talking about a free the, market. We're talking about of greedy people. Yeah, because, that are that are so uncontrolled. Every, so every wait, so everybody who's in a capitalist system is greedy. Capitalism is like anybody has a chance to get rich. That's right. Anybody. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? That doesn't all that just because you have a chance to get rich doesn't mean you are nef- naturally going to be greedy. Look at all these people who've got who are entrepreneurs. Right? So look at the yeah. people who, who like, you know, start their own, you know, line of clothing from nothing. Right? So you kill capitalism and they can't do that anymore. No, it's not necessarily kill capitalism. But I think control it to a place to where that you still have a free, fair market. But I don't understand. What do you need to ha- What do you control? I think capitalism makes the freedom. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, you're right. So, so, so it's what is free, it that needs to be controlled? The greed in it. What, why? So, because you have people thinking, getting back to what we said before, thinking that they're gods. So, so right? what? Like, I, I, what I, I don't understand do is, things, oh, you so don't control prime, people like that. Prime, prime example. Um, wine, you could use Weinstein as one. But that Weinstein other, is a but that, lot more than just capital. But that, but that other guy who um, had his own island who I know, Jeffrey. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Jeffrey, all of yeah. them. That, look, that's a whole. So, that's another level, and it's not yeah. capitalism. We that's in that's in a whole nother level of things that we can't talk about right now. <laughs> I'm talking about regular old rich people. Like you want to control us so rich people don't act rich. Well, that I'm talking about Jeff Epstein rich. Okay, that type of they're, rich. They're, okay. <laughs> Still, your my point is what you what do you say? You control them, and you say, well, you're not allowed to act greedy. So we're going to make rules so you can't be greedy? God doesn't do that. God doesn't say you can't act how you want to act. I'm going to have a consequence. I mean, you got free will, but like, you so can't, why? like greediness, you can't be, that's definitely You basically something. sound like you're trying to have laws against greed. That, I'm just, I'm no, just, yeah, that's what no, it sounds like. No, in a ways, yeah. You can't have a law against greed? 
What, what is that? Because in that you can't in, make somebody in, not be greedy. Because in the Bible, you you're not supposed to be greedy. But so if you, you, if you're, a if you're whole humble, lot of right? stuff that's in the Bible, but God does. God says, "Here are the. This is what I don't want you to do." Right. But He doesn't for strap a reason, you, though. But He doesn't strap you down and say you can't do it. No, because there's consequences to doing exactly. it. Exactly right? like the Garden of Eden. What I say this all the time. People always talking about trying to uh, control stuff. God is not. He doesn't control. He's all about free will. He put yeah. even Adam in the garden said there are 900 900 900 billion gazillion other things that you can eat in here that's all yours but except this one thing you can't have it and if god really was about control he would have put a fence around that one thing he probably wouldn't even put it in there he nah, knew the I think cost- people human I mean, he still, God still gives people free, free will. Exactly. Right, right, That's right. my point. So my but point still, is you cannot yeah. control people to not be their human nature. The only thing that keeps people from being all these bad things is Jesus Christ. It's the Holy Spirit inside. These people you're talking about don't have Jesus Christ. Right. So if you want to save the world and you want to rid them of greed, then you got to but Bring Jesus, Jesus is not Christ. controlling their life and like the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit like, is not gonna hold them back. This the is, Holy Spirit. They, they don't have Holy Spirit to hold them back. The Holy Spirit doesn't hold people back who don't belong to Him. Well, no, there's a hold people back, but He'll definitely guide. And I feel no, like, He doesn't. Not people don't belong to Him. He will guide you. Wait. The Holy Spirit does not guide guide people who don't belong people, to Him. Satan. Well, who guides doesn't belong people? to them? Anybody who doesn't believe Jesus Christ and has so wait, the Holy the Spirit can't talk to you if you don't believe in God. That's not that's not who he's talking to. He's talking to us. No, the Holy Spirit can definitely talk to you if you don't believe in God. Yeah, I've heard people. I've heard people who've been what saved like that. Ha, ha, what? Yeah, he's he's calling you to God. Yeah, but he's not going to direct your life. He's not. The Holy no, Spirit. No, but it starts from the Holy Spirit. No, though. the Holy Spirit lives inside you, and you accept his you accept his authority in your life. That's how he guides you. That's how he changes your heart from the inside out. If these people reject God, reject Jesus Christ, they are rejecting the Holy Spirit. They're not listening well, to nobody. Well, we're not talking about rejecting. That is what they're doing. If they, if if, they don't know. If they don't. They know. <laughs> who doesn't know about God, the Bible, and Jesus Christ? No, Everybody you got knows. a lot of people who just don't the know pe- of oh. it. <laughs> yes, oh, they sweet. do know. They do. So There's people no who don't, way they don't know. People who don't know about Christ just don't know about Christ. They don't. There's no. The Bible says that I give. The, I, I set it up so that people don't even have an excuse. Even when people are remote places that, that, that don't they will have not, the Bible, they will not they know have about an God? excuse. They will not have an excuse. God said that I, He can. Number one, He can reveal Himself to them. Well, well yeah. Well, then that's the thing, right? right? But you still. And, you but that's still what I'm saying. Them. Within the Holy Spirit, even he if they don't know God. Look. He's going to reveal those who seek him. They are not seeking him. They're not seeking him. So it doesn't matter. The person the person who seeks God will find him. The person who seeks to know the truth will find it. These people are not looking for God. God but is not a bully. how do they know that he exists? How do they know because to look for him if they don't know? There is nobody in the United States of America who doesn't know about God No, I'm God just talking about Christ. the world Okay, we, All right, so. can we get back to this? Because we're off on a whole other level right now. All right, so back to um, the our stuff. That was Grant Morrison. I mean, that was uh, the... Uh, Nietzsche, right? So we got this guy who's talking about basically death to God, right? He created Superman, right? Oh, he's the inspiration for Superman. Let's look at, uh, you ever got, anybody heard of Grant Morrison? 
So Grant Morrison is a Scottish comic book writer and playwright. He's known for all these different things, including um, DC Comics, um, Doom Patrol, Batman, All-Star Superman, The Invisibles, which The Invisibles um, heavily influenced The Matrix, right? Um, Flex his, his Invisibles is Marvel? Yeah. Is that Marvel? Yeah, yeah I think so. I don't know. One of them, right? Um, and, but it influenced The Matrix. I know he's going to look it up for us. <laughs> the fifth and we third out of three, I don't know what that is, Marvel's new X-Men um, 2008 Zenith, all these different things. So, so that's Grant Morrison, and so I it's want DC. you, huh? It's DC, yeah. It's DC, Mar DC Comics. Yeah. Okay, so that's him, and so I just want you to hear a little bit about Grant Morrison. Um, well, he's telling you about what we talked about a little while ago. Hold on. We're talking about that um, into different cultures. He's telling you that all of these things are basically um, different gods, right? And represented in these superheroes. So that's that's not news to us. We already know that stuff. So now um, let's talk a little bit about where he gets his inspiration. So let's listen to his writing sessions. This is Grant Morrison with all those things. And I'm going to tell you about his writing sessions. Let me tell you the background on that. So he, when he was 18 or 19, he gets this book from his uncle. His un uncle gives him um, Alistair Crowley's book. You ever heard of Alistair Crowley? He's the father of Satan, Satanism. Wait, father of what? the Church of Satan. Wow. Father of the Church of Satan, Alistair Crowley. Uh, that is who Jay-Z quotes all the time. Um, Wait, really? But, yeah, the do, do, what is it, do, do as thou wilt or whatever. You, that. You never seen he wears a shirt, do as thou will. Who yeah. Jay Z wears that? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. That's him. Um, so he has been very influential since the sixties or seventies, somewhere around that time. So he's the he's the father of the chur uh, church of Satan. And so he got this book from him and it was all these things about some spells, like spells and and um, rituals and things like this. So he's talking about after he decided to do one of these rituals, he felt like something happened to him. He had this whole experience, and he felt like he had this experience, and he brought this God with like a lion head into his life. So here is one of his friends talking about um, what they've experienced with Grant Morrison's writing. You heard that? Wait, he sounds like he's off something. So wait. So he's basically saying he went to see um, Grant writing one day. He went to go see if he wanted to write. He's, and Grant comes out. He's like, you know, I'm writing. I'm having, you know, breakthroughs. And he basically is 
Well, what do you think has happened? Possessed? Yeah, possessed. He's visited by demons, possessed, whatever. This is what he's writing. So this this guy who's writing all these comic books we're talking about, he's been he's writing with the inspiration of um, demons. That's that's basically um, it, right? So let me one more clip about Grant. I'll give you one more clip about Grant, and also somebody else in the meantime. Um, what'd you hear? What'd you hear about that? What kind of words did you hear jump out at you? Magic. Magic? Yeah, the eye. <laughs> what else? What else did he talk about? Cause magic, yeah, that was a big word. He talked about... He does rituals. He does rituals. Yep, yep. Um, it was interesting that he called it chaos magic, right? Chaos magic. I don't know what that is, but that doesn't sound good, right? That reminds me of Sonic. <laughs> Sonic? Sonic? What the about hedgehog? Sonic? The Hedgehog? Yeah. Oh, well, the... What do you mean? Tell boss? me. Boss? His name? Chaos? Or yeah, the city? it's like... The Chaos is like... The little... Demon being that was shadow. Oh. Really? That's what it was called? Chaos, yeah. yeah. Oh, gotta, buddy. Yeah. You better go check that out. Oh, we gotta do, we gotta do a session <laughs> on a video game. Now, video game's demonic now. Uh, now I'm gonna have to look oh, that one no. up. That sounds interesting. So, Chaos Magic. And, and chaos what's, what's his name? Chaos, chaos, chaos what? Control. control? That's what yeah. it was called? That was interesting. Okay. All right, so we got this chaos. We got this magic. What do you guys think about magic? Um, It's buffoonery. <laughs> okay. Is that it? It's just... It's just wild. That's is it real? Magic? Yeah, is it well, real? Well, I, I don't know... If, I don't know if there's a different or if it's all looped in, like magic and black magic or uh -huh. whatever, whatever. But, um... I mean, I wouldn't consider it real, but as far well, we call it juju, which I guess is another word of saying magic. Uh -huh. Yes, yeah. yeah. So like when you hear of um, well, when I first heard of magic was uh, in Haiti, where Haitian people practice uh -huh. voodoo, uh -huh. black magic, etc., yeah. etc. I've seen documentaries on like the head shrinking, etc., etc. So it's real. Yeah. Yeah, it's real, right? But magic is not it's not a play. I had a, a, a lady at my church who, yeah, she was from the island. She was just talking about how, you know, um, in America, people are very sort of naive. naive about it. Yeah, they think it's just jokes, and they don't they don't really think it's real. Um, and she was like, no, that stuff is absolutely real. That, that demonic stuff is absolutely real because she was from um, Africa. And she was like, she saw it. So yeah, that that's some. That's I don't know. It's stuff. hard to believe. Can we do a session on, on magic? Well, well, we'll talk. We'll talk about a little bit right here. So here's a little bit. This is from Alan Moore. Alan Moore um, also did a lot of writing for the comics. I can't. I forgot to get his little bio of the stuff that he's done. But he's 
He's written a lot of things as well for the comic strips and the superheroes. So let me give you a little take on his, um, what he thinks about magic, okay? I'm gonna keep going. Um, he incorporates magic in all his stories. So let me give you where he describes what he says magic is. So, what do you think about that? Uh, crazy, you know, and I think it's the the definition of like magic. I guess because mm -hmm. when we are younger and when we grew up, you hear magic as like a play play thing, mm -hmm. you know, yep. like A B C one two three yeah, yeah. come out, whatever the case may be. Because I, I don't know, even now when I hear, it's hard for me to imagine a mix up of different symbols and other things to make. XYZ happen like mm -hmm. a Harry Potter type thing or I, I put totally different different put different different things in a pot and then this happens you know what I mean it yeah. make, they yeah, I guess I always saw it in the media like like as it being play play so then now when you come into the spiritual realm and you hear about like black magic and voodoo with different chants and ritual things and getting in touch with ancestors it looks totally different right but I guess it could the parallels like you said like with comic books and with demonic things or whatever the case may be you could bring it but like the way how we grew up with looking at the different cartoons and how it was in the media how it was kind of like dumbed down yeah to it's make it like play play to thing. make it play play I mean, and i i think that's purposeful like i think it's purposeful that's the enemy trying to say make it look this yeah, is innocent magic is, is is not a big deal it's just a it's a play play thing oh, like you said what'd you say Deception. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and I, you know, I was, I watched all the Harry Potters. I had all the Harry Potters. Oh man, you was a Harry Potter fan? I did. I got rid of all of them when I started reading too much and realizing what was going on. I got. How long ago was that? Um, maybe two, 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 maybe two or three years ago. Oh wow! I destroyed my books. Like I literally destroyed yeah, my books. Yeah, my wife still got the whole collection. I destroyed him. But, but it's that. funny that he was saying some of the stuff in here. Like, he was calling it the arts. Like, when you see watch um, Harry Potter, all his... Um, do you Have you watched Harry Potter? Yeah, I, I thought it was amusing. The, um, 
the actual movies or whatever. Yeah, but the books too. Yeah. I mean, the books, but they talk about the arts. Everything is about the art of this, the art of that, the art of that. All of their spell classes that they take, the course that they take at Hogwarts, they're all called the art of blah, 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 the art of blah, blah, blah. And it's interesting to hear um, this person who calls himself uh, a magician, a practicing magician, to talk about it like art and talk about spells, casting spells um, as just using words. And it's designed to manipulate the consciousness, believe, manipulate what people believe and what people, people believe will see, right? And in their, in their reality. Like it literally is designed to manipulate people's reality. So I think of David Copperfield, right? So when you think of, when you say magic, uh -huh. I think of David Copperfield in Vegas, where uh -huh. there's an explanation behind what just happened. Right, right, right. Because right. they had specials like, oh, the secrets behind magic or whatever. So then that's why I associate with magic. But you know what? I think there's a difference between illusionist and a, and a magician because... Sometimes, with illusionists, a lot of times they can tell you what was the illusion. They can tell you this right. is this is what you missed. But I and I used to think that all magic was fake, and now I'm starting to believe that some of these magicians literally are getting helped by demons. That's really? Just, because some of it, some of it is just too much. Like it's too much. Like illusions, I can see how they do. Like when they had those boxes with the saw going right, through. Right, 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 like right, right. I can see. I know there's some kind of trick something. Right, that that makes sense. But some of the things I do, I wish I could think of some off the top of my head. I can't think of it. Chris Angel. What like what like what? Chris Angel is another. It's like a young. He's like a a younger type of musician that kind of. Like give me something stuff. he would have done. Um, I don't know. I've seen him. I don't know. I see him do a lot of stuff for like the money thing, like break a coin or something and make it transfigure. Uh -huh. There's a lot of transfigurations uh -huh, uh -huh. of things. Yeah. So that's kind of like spooky or yeah. whatever the case may be. Like, and it's stuff that, that he like gets out of the audience, right? Like. People. No, but he'll like do it in your face. So. No, but I'm oh, saying yeah, the, the, the object itself is from some audience member who pulls out a cord. He's yeah, not. Yeah, I guess so. Then there's another musician that goes into people's houses uh -huh. and he's showing you like in your face him manipulating whatever. Cause your like, own stuff. Yeah. So you know it's not like crazy. some kind of it's not kind of some kind of gadget. Correct. It's correct. Just, yeah, so like something yeah. like that, I could see something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like, cause he's like in your face and cameras right there, mm -hmm. no cutting or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You I, see it on on TV, so it's like tricks and cameras versus a demonic realm. Or I whatever. think I think when I thought about it the last time, I was at a magic show in person, and I thought to myself, "This like is like in Vegas, like a real one." I was in Florida. Oh. Uh -huh. <laughs> it was, a, but it was a, it was a magic show on on stage, stage. right? But it was, I wish I it was a couple years ago, so I can't remember. I wish I could remember. There were a few of the tricks that were I was like. There's no way. Like I was like, how? And the, there's no way that this is a. Could explain it. Right. It wasn't. A, it couldn't have been illusion. I just couldn't figure out how it's possible because of sort of like the physics of it. Like that thing is all the way over here, and that thing is already over here. So how is it possible? And you, he, you know, and it would be somebody that never met the person. It was just. Anyway, my point is, when I see this and I hear him talking about the fact that we as a society, and you talk about as a society, have always tried to make magic seem like this is just, what did you say? Play, play. Play, play. Yeah. And it's not real, but this guy is talking about, no, it's very real. And you, from your background in the islands, you're like, no, this is 
just straight up real. So I, you know, I think people are playing with the devil. I think people are playing with demons, and they, maybe they don't know it. I think a lot of people don't know that they are playing with demons, right? and that's a, um, that's a whole nother discussion. Like that Ouija board thing. Yeah. So because they made the Ouija board a game that you can buy. Oh yeah. Oh, but these yeah. are like real. Definitely, that, like, these right? These are real chance that people do. Correct. And me, like, I really didn't believe too much, like, in the demon type thing until, like, my aunt had married an African pastor. Uh-huh. And you start hearing these stories. And then you turn on one of these African stations. My aunt says she went over there. And they turned on a station where they're doing, um... No, not magic, but they're doing uh, what deliverance on people who have been possessed. Or oh, whatever. okay, okay. And they have people literally like vomiting it up, vomiting yeah. it up like black stuff, like yeah. with, like tar. Yeah. And she was like, "If I never believed in a demon, or if I never saw a demon in my whole life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you turn to this church, it was like a revival type. Yeah. Manifestation of demons. Yeah. And and the thing is, I saw this. I, I think I meant to play this video for you one time. I saw this um this uh one lady. She talks about how she had these. And we're actually gonna see her video again when we talk later on about the new age. But we talk about you know I said people are playing with demons. Like these magicians might be playing with de- demons and not knowing. So this one lady talks about how she used to um, interact and work with. She calls it work with all kinds of light beings. That's what she called them. I work with all kinds of light beings. I would work with this kind of light being for this and this light being when I needed this in my life and I would listen to this light being. And she said, I grew up in a Christian church so some, sometimes I would talk to Jesus too. And she was talking to all these different things. And one day she must have gone through something really bad in her life or whatever. And she said, I decided that Jesus had always had the answers. So I wanted to just stick with him, right? And so what she said was, I went to all of my other light beings that had helped me along the way, and I went and I politely thanked them for all of their help, right? She had this conversation with them and said, I, pre- I appreciate all the help you've already given me. I'm just, from now on, I'm just going to just go with Jesus, right? And she went to each one of her light beings and told them, I'm just going to go with Jesus from now on. And she had, they attacked her pretty much. Oh, I was about to say, nothing happened? Cause no, demons she don't had, let go like they that. Done, they exactly. They, she said that they were, she realized basically that she had been possessed. She said it came out of her. This voice came out of this, she said this heaviness. Like basically they attacked her. But the thing is she had been working with them for years. And they were light beings all that time. They had never done anything out of the way. They had never attacked her. They had never done anything mean to her. And they had given her everything she wanted. So they were actually working for her, working with her, right? Until they were like, she chose Jesus. Well, they're accomplishing the main thing. If they exactly. could distract you from not giving your life to Christ Correct. and going to hell, I mean, Correct. why not? I used to date a girl who, man, so her background is she grew up in the South, like South Carolina, uh-huh. uh, the witch trials and everything. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh-huh. Like basically on properties like that. Uh-huh. Family, ancestors probably very deep in it. And she would, like, at night, turn off the lights and see these, like, majestic things crawling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she would be, like, so scared to Mm -hmm. get off of the bed. Yeah. So, you know, I kept on telling her, like, you got to pray through it. And she said, you know, the more I pray, the more intensifying Mm -hmm. this thing gets. So Mm -hmm. then it scares her from praying. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm telling 
I kept telling her a great analogy somebody told me how are you going to get out the rain you gotta continue to go through it, right? Yeah. Once you go through the rain, then you'll get to a place that's drier. But 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 she has to trust and call on the name of Jesus. And and it's not just pray to anybody. It's the name of Jesus. Can't but be then just it's like over God a has, period of time though. It has to be consistent. No, not, not in that moment. In that moment, if she trusts Jesus and says, if you just say Jesus and then everything disappears, you, you have no. You have to believe. No. You believe well, yeah, that but, Jesus can do what He's gonna do because there's. They will flee. The, 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 the yeah. Bible says that they will flee at the name of Jesus. And this is a whole separate topic, but um, there's been thousands and thousands of alien encounters, stories that they know of people who um, talked about abductions, right? Right. And you from think aliens. Demonic? Yeah, I think it's demonic. So no such thing as aliens is demonic. Encounters. They're demons. Oh, aliens are demons. Yes, um, correct. Per, per masquerading themselves as, as aliens, um, but they're demons. But what is is all, what 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 makes me believe it more is the scientists. This is not believers. This is just science who's who interview all these people who have gotten abducted or have been visited by what they feel is aliens, and every last one of them who's ever said the only thing that made them go away is that they called out the name of Jesus. Really? And it, when they saw and an it, alien? Yeah, and it stopped. Whatever it is they were doing, stopped. And, and most of them said that uh, it would stop and it would never come back again. Like if they called out the name of Jesus. And, and midstream, like some of them, one of them talked about how they got, they kept getting pulled up, you know, out of their bodies on a regular basis at night. Wow. And they got tired of it and they had talked to somebody. And when it happened the next time, they called out the name of Jesus. It stopped. Mid, like he was midstream and he dropped back what? down into his body and it never happened again and so were they believers i, I don't I, that part i don't know like i don't know but the demons recognized the name of jesus and were done so i i, I think that it what you know i brought up that other person because i think sometimes we people don't know that they're dealing with demons right Satan doesn't walk around. His demons don't walk around. They said he's the angel. He masquerades as an angel of light. That's what the Bible says. So people don't know they're dealing with demons. These people you talk about the the Bezoses of the world and all that. They don't know that they're dealing with demons. They just know that they're dealing with some being that's not God, that's not Jesus, and they're and this and this being is giving them what they want. Just like that girl, the the being was helping them and it was being all nice to them, right? They had no idea that those were demons until they chose, till she chose Jesus Christ. That's when she realized for all those years she had been working with demons. So what does the Bible talk about? We're gonna close out soon. What do we talk? What does the Bible talk about with magic and rituals? Tell me something. You know anything? It's demonic. It's evil. You know any Bible verses? Not <laughs> top of your head. All right, I'll give you a few of them. One of them says, Leviticus 19, 31 says, do not turn to mediums, necromancers. You know what ne necromancers are? Yeah. People who talk Fortune to tellers. Almost. It's the ones who, you you mentioned it, um, people who deal with the dead. People who talk talk to who they think is oh, the dead. Oh, the afterlife. Uh, yeah. The ancestors and stuff. Yeah, all that. those are all necromancers. Anytime oh, you're, yeah. you're trying to reach and just talk to the dead, then that's a necromancer. Do not seek them out. That means don't be going to no fortune teller. And so make yourselves unclean by them. I am the Lord. So it tells you that you will be unclean by this. Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 12 says, There shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or daughter as an offering 
Anyone who practices divination or tells fortunes or interprets omens or a sorcerer or a charmer or a medium or a necromancer or one who inquires of the dead for whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, <laughs> the Lord your God is driving them out before you. And one more, uh, Leviticus 26 says, if a person turns to mediums and necromancers whoring after them, that's strong words, I-W-H-O-R-I-N-G, like a whore, whoring after them, I will set my face against that person and will cut them off cut him off from among his people. What version is that? Oh, oh, uh, let's see. ESV. So, yeah. ESV is wild. I know. <laughs> Alright. So, I would have thought like lusting or something, but I go, <laughs> Sound pretty serious, right? Yeah. Sound yeah. pretty serious. So, so what do you think uh, about all that? So, now that we found out that these comic book and superhero writers get their inspiration from rituals and magic, what do we do with that information? I mean, I think it goes along with anything. Like you could, you, like you have to learn how to disseminate between facts and fiction, right? What's that mean? In, so this, like, in this context, what does that mean? Yeah, discern. So, like, if not to say that you're like, okay, I'm committed to watching this demonic thing. I know that it's not real, and this is what's fake. I mean, and I could say that about myself. I'm guilty about like Walking Dead. That joint is demonic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, I know the difference between... That and the word. Right, right. And I'm not going to walk around with, like, okay. a big um, stash in my garage of food <laughs> and all other type of stuff. Or a zombie repellent. Because I'm like, oh, this could really happen. So or do they so do make it, like, super, super fictional, like, non fiction like it could happen. So you think that it can't influence you at all? Not even a little bit? If you know it, like if you know who you are and you know, like if you know that's a snake and it could bite you, it's not going to influence you. Well, we're talking about discernment. So let me say this. The the enemy does never comes out big and bold, right? So discernment. God does. So you can go to him and like He does. But we just, we have been talking about this and this is the first time y'all ever thought of maybe this stuff. Now that you said, you said Walking Dead, you know, was demonic. But that's like in your face, of course. Like zombies, of course, right? But we've been watching, talking about superhero movies all the time. I watched all the Harry Potter stuff, right? What? It, and we didn't, well, there was I no. Harry Potter, I no, I'm, I'm saying magic. No, oh, the magic just... part of it. And the sorcery, right? So um, my point is. You're saying that you always want to catch on all of it, or is it possible that you can be influenced and not know you're being influenced? Well, it depends if you're a Christian or non-Christian, because like certain things just rub you the wrong way, even though if it may look wholesome or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some, like for instance, we talked when Chris was here, like, and I think Chris mentioned it too. There was just something about Doctor Strange that just never really, yeah. it never really struck me as a it's superhero like, to like watch. Some obvious ones like Black Canary. But that's my point. What I'm saying but is I, 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 I get the ones that are obvious. I get the ones that go too far. Is it possible that we can that our thinking can be influenced by stuff that's a little more subtle? That we like that's, that's, that's not that's not that's not out there. Because if, if you're not looking for it, it's different if I say, hey, look at this, find what's wrong with it. Nah, As I opposed to I just, well, let's say what the Bible says. Because, like, and, and I know a lot of people do this. So, like, you could sit down in church and have a pastor come up and you'll be like, mm, 
I don't know about Pastor So and So. It seemed kind of off, you know. But I guess I guess my point is. Is it possible, right? Like sometimes you'll pick up on it, but is it possible that something is in there that is going to pull not just regular people or people who are not believers, but even believers, right? I kind of like what Colin said, where it's kind of like, you kind of like, sometimes, you know, when you're like, I guess like the Holy Spirit. Just yeah, like when it's like, when you're off, when it's like off. Right. When it's not from God, you're like, this is off. But I can't, I guess my point is, I feel like everybody's kind of rely on this, the sense as opposed to the word. Like, what does the word say? So that's what I want. I want people to say, like, I want to be able to say, I watch this and I know that the word says blah. When I'm, because relying on this sort of sixth sense to just notice it call the holy spirit whatever you want to call it to 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 notice it all the time i think what happens is the the bible talks about the fact that you can dull the holy spirit you can diminish the holy spirit in your life because if you don't you don't connect with the holy spirit the the holy spirit talks about i'm going to remind you of the things that you've read or that 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 you've learned so Number one, if you haven't been reading the Bible and haven't learned about this particular thing, then the Holy Spirit can't remind you of something you ain't never learned about, right? So he, he has to remind you of those things. The other thing is if you stop listening to the Holy Spirit, he gets quieter and quieter and quieter. The Bible says that. It, you can you can quench the Spirit. He can get, He's not going to keep yelling at you and say if you keep ignoring it. But it's so, the same thing with the word, right? So, like in Psalms one nineteen, where it says, "Like, how can a young man know his way by taking either the word that I've hidden in my heart?" Mm-hmm. So, if you got that word and it's in your heart, how you and like get you it in there if you don't read, read it. it? But that's what I'm saying. You're reading it, so I feel like, and faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word, right? So, certain things that you do as a Christian, that lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. The reading, the listening. You know, commanding on the Holy Spirit. Like, if you do this thing on a regular basis, you can sit in in a movie that seems, you know, like an X Men movie or whatever the case may be, and be like, mm, "Yeah, this ain't and, too right." And I do, and and but but like you said, it comes from the word. So I just think about people who all those verses we just read. Like, how many people never heard none of those words? What, like lukewarm Christians or whatever? Did had y'all heard all those? All, All those, those verses I just read? Had you heard about necromancers? Had you ever heard that in the Bible before? Of course, huh? but it didn't like, something go off like, oh yeah, I heard that last yeah. week. Yeah, I'm really? sure I heard it. Yeah. I, I okay. definitely heard it. But There's like 33 verses in the Bible about magic, right? I don't think a lot of people know that. I think a lot of people don't even know the word magic is in the Bible. Yeah, even when um like sorcery and magic, it talked about it like when... um. Who was it? Was it Moses and the other guy? Yeah, but that was And they threw the stick and one correct, turned into a serpent. Correct. And it, they called that magic Yeah, right but it, But I'm talking about these verses that say you stay away from it. Don't have nothing to do with it. Like how many so-called Christians or, or even believers might open up a horoscope, might go to a fortune teller because they don't know that the word says that you're not supposed to be dealing with that stuff. Well, and they, they haven't been in it, right? I you just, you just rely like on the idol though. Those things mimic idols. And that's one of the biggest thing that God frowns. Okay. So that again, that comes from the word that comes from it, your knowledge it, it of the word. Back in falling in love with Jesus. So, like, if you're going to, if you love Jesus, you're going to try everything to do to get to know him and, you know, seek him out. And, and that includes seeking him 
How do you seek him out? And I like that you said love, because imagine like if you're in a marriage, right? Mm-hmm. And you have your significant other and you go places or whatever, or you're even doing things, right? Uh-huh. So you being so in love with the person is going to keep you out of that strip club, going to keep you out of that other man or woman's if, house. Because if you know. It feels, if you know what, you're in love? No, if you know that that person doesn't want you in it. No, regardless of the fact. How about Will if, Smith if and I, Jada Pinkett? If, man, that, <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if they call that love. But they even, think it's love. That's my point. But if you really right? love your wife or husband right. unconditionally, you are gonna feel some type of way being in some type of place uh-huh. without the other person. Forget about the person's feelings. Uh huh. You as a person, they say. You know, I say, do unto others as you want done unto you. But you would just feel some type of way. If like, you know what's... My point is, if you know it's wrong. It's about knowing it's wrong. And everybody knows... But for it. you, it could feel it's right. Like, me going into the strip club and just having women dance around, it doesn't affect my wife. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But it's, she wouldn't like it. Oh, she may like it. She she may not even care, okay. quite honestly. Okay. But So, like, I'll give you an example. Because my wife wouldn't care. Okay. Right? Because she knows the type of person I am. Okay. But me stepping foot in there... I would feel some type of way. I would feel so out of place. Okay. But and you think that's your love for your wife? Or, well, just, no, or I, just the fact that you're no, supposed no. to be in there no matter what? No, love in general, right? But my my first love is with God, right? And no, so I wanna, yeah. I was saying the part about you being, if, if your wife is not bothered, you being right. in there, is it possible that you're just not supposed to be in there and you feel some type of way because you're supposed to be in there because the Holy Spirit's telling you, you ain't supposed to be well, in Well, yeah, it. that too. But right, then out so of love and respect for my wife, same way true, too. True, true. Regardless so, of the fact if she's okay with it or not. I got it. I may feel like that's disrespectful I got it. to her. I, well, I brought up Will Smith and Jada Pinkett because the two of them think it's okay. So they're not going to have that because they have an understanding that this crap that they call an open marriage is okay. But I think so, they fell out of love at one point. Whatever they didn't, they didn't renew this part of it again. I just saw something right. recently, so they renewed this part of open marriage again. So my point is, when oh, so they ended again. Yeah. So oh, wow. so when they so when they're out doing this thing, right? And matter of fact, I think they even des- described it as more lauding, right? To do this, right? Wow. This is their twisted <laughs> thing. But the whole point is, the reason why they would be out and it wouldn't bother them is because they've they have an agreement and they're like, it's okay with this person, so it's not gonna bother me, right? So my point is. If you don't know what Jesus said about something, then it's harder for the Holy Spirit to convict you on it. He can, but it's a whole lot harder for him to convict you on something if you never knew that it was wrong in the first place. And that's why when you say you got to seek Jesus and and get to know him, it's not just about hanging out with him and talking to him. It's about reading his word because God is the word. Jesus is the word, right? No, I I know. That's what I was saying. I I was saying that it was about getting to know him in the word right and knowing what he wants knowing what he likes and what he doesn't so i will say this to close out this part as far as our bible verses on what he says about magic um psalms 101 3 says i will set no worthless thing before my eyes i hate the work of those who fall away i shall not um i shall not fasten its grip on me uh, Matthew 6, 23 says the eye is the lamp of the body. So the things you watch. So then if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light is in you, is in you is in, is darkness. How great is the darkness? 
Um, and the last one I will say, Acts 19.19 says, And a number of those who practiced magic arts brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted the value of them and found it came to 50,000 pieces of silver. So this was um, the early church, right? When they started making all the churches, all everyone who had been into magic basically brought this stuff and burned it because they knew that that was not what God wanted them to do. So I'm going back to answer our earlier questions. I'm going to let you go, Christian. Our earlier question says, was the Bible influenced by myths that were written before it? Here is my posit. The reason I think that myths, comics, and superhero movies seem to have parallels to the Bible, but also have the same distortions of the people events is due to the origin of their inspiration. The Bible wasn't influenced by the myths. I agree with you, Colin. The, I don't think the Bible was influenced by the myths that came before it. I don't think the Bible, the Bible didn't influence the comics and the superheroes that came after it. The Bible is the inspired word of God. All of the authors of the Bible were inspired by the same God. That's why their stories are all the same. The authors of the comic books and the superheroes and likely the mythology were all, I think, inspired by the same enemy. Both God and Lucifer, they know the real events and the figures in human history. They both know who the real big G God is. And they know who all the real little Gs and demons and God, those gods are. God has given us the true account of these events and figures and gods in the Bible. Is it possible that Lucifer has been working hard since even before the Bible to get this distorted version of the events, figures, and gods into the hearts and minds of humans through their eyes? The eye is the light of the body, so then if the eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. So, taking it out. That was a long one. We had a good, we had, because we went on. Christian, do you want to hold yourself up? I know y'all, we started late, so. Yeah, we can hold it for next week. We can hold it for next week. All right. So, um, well, shucks. Wait, I got to find my clothing. I don't forgot. I forgot my clothing. Uh-oh. I mean, I think, I think, honestly, I think y'all should, like, memorize it by now, right? I know. I, I did record it, though. You did? And I do have it. So. You, you, don't have, you can't play it for me? And then I didn't have a, I didn't bring my um, charger, so my computer died oh, on me. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> so, let's see if I can remember off the top of my head. I can't remember. I don't I have it pulled up on me. And I, <laughs> the light and the grace. The light and the grace, that is not how we close out. Oh, my Make gosh. Sure. That is not it. Hold on, hold on. I know where it is. Give me a second. Um, by the way, if you are looking for any of our stuff, um, things that we have either um, just talked about in the past and you want to go back and look at any of our past episodes, you can always go um, to uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud has all of our um, descriptions and all of our past um, episodes there for us and also we have um, the Apple and SoundCloud those are the, the basic places that you can always find any of the things that we say so I cannot find my closing right now uh -oh. um, I, and I don't want to mess it up and say it all wrong so I'm going to close out it, it, it talks about Jesus being the only <laughs> way um, and, and it is the only way for each of us I know it's a lot of people think that this is a, 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 a narrow minded way to think that Jesus is the only way, but he is the only way. 
And if you ever want to find out um, how to change your mind and change your heart, then all you need to do is just ask for Jesus to come into your life. Um, he will change your heart and mind, and he'll help you to see all these crazy things that we're seeing, all of the things that the enemy um, throws at us and tries to deceive us with. He will help you with that discernment, and he will help you with that feeling and that knowing that something is wrong. And he will, no matter what, if you want him to save your life, if you want to make sure that you have all eternity to experience his love and be with him, he is the only way to do that. So do that today. Um, and we close out tonight, and we hope that you would join us again next week on Jam Culture Battlefield of Nine. Good night. <laughs>